welcome back to the Sunhead Spacecast. Doing things a little different now. Got Brett here in the Sunhead studio. What up, what up? Yeah, so we're doing a fill-in episode because we decided we're going to take like a week to space out our uploads so we get more consistent and we're ahead of the game. So this is what we're doing. And today we're talking about, is Midwest Emo dead? Question mark. Question mark. We'll find out this episode. So, Midwest Emo gives me vibes like no other music does. I'm going to keep it real with you. It's like so nostalgic. It makes you like remember the good days. And I don't like music just hasn't had that like effect on me. 100%. That Midwest Emo does. It's weird. Hit me with like bands to the help help like group yeah, that in so you know there's some of the f- bands that come to mind when i say the term midwest emo charmer max seal sport glockamora this town needs guns and jank some like really kind of underground but not too underground midwest emo bands that just like are just super vibey so we're gonna get into that but first we want to take a moment to announce today's sponsor of the Sunhead Spacecast. It is Wild Turkey Bourbon. Turkey, established turkey. In, and founded in uh, 1855, Wild Turkey has been crafting and making Kentucky straight bourbon the right way. One taste and you're hooked. Amen. <laughs> so we'll Don't get in, taste it unless you want to drink it forever. <laughs> so we'll get into... Uh, into that later, but thank you, Wild Turkey Bourbon, for sponsoring Sunhead Spacecast. We appreciate you a lot. And uh, so, yeah, let's get into this. Um, so, Midwest emo, it's a subgenre of emo. So, like a lot of bands like Real Estate and Beach Fossils sometimes are considered Midwest emo. Although, there's there's different genres, you know. There's, like, indie emo. There's, like, alternative emo. There's a bunch of emo does the Midwest emo, does that hold to the band being from the Midwest or, like, playing a lot in the Midwest? I think, I think it does because a lot of those bands I just named are from, like, the Midwest. I know yeah. Charmer is from, um, I'm not sure where, but they're, like, way up in Michigan. Yeah, somewhere in Michigan. So, I think it, yeah, I think a lot of the bands are from Midwest. I think that's what gives it its name. Yeah. But, like, some of the bands that really spoke to me when I was first getting into this genre was like American football. You know, never mm-hmm. meant hundred you know? percent. Yeah. Yeah. Love that song. That's one that uh it's it's become I feel like it's one of those things even if you don't know it, you've seen the picture yeah. of it or you've heard the riff. Because yeah. it's it's that massive it's a that thing. Well known. So if you're in anywhere in the like emo diy scene of music mm-hmm. you definitely at least know that that yeah, song in riff Bio. definitely i love too that they have their um the mid the american football house on google maps like yeah you can visit that shit that's amazing i want to fucking and there it's like an airbnb now you can rent out the american i did not football. know that that is fucking sick as hell <laughs> i need to do that dude that it's is somewhere sick. in like nevada that'd be a dope trip Maybe? to and then is it yeah, Midwest, man, because we're Midwest, technically. Yeah. But, well, like, then Nevada's also Midwest, so that is right. a big old... Where is Nevada West? 
But they're I, how, what on. can we yeah, can we get a Google the yeah. final of American football house? Let's get a Google search going. Then also what states are classified as Midwest too? Oh what it's in uh Illinois, that's my bad. Urbana, okay. Illinois. That, that's that, still pretty that far sounds, though. That's definitely it. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of people on Reddit, like, yeah, I rented out the American football house. I threw a banger there. Yeah, I, so I just a house love show that there. you can do that because that that house holds so much sentimental value. And it's millions. Yeah, and I I love that it can just have that effect, like, just like the introspective, emotional, like raw lyrics and like screams and like the twinkly guitars and just like. I don't even know, dude. It just has that effect. It, it makes you feel like you're in like this secret club with like all these other emo kids. Yeah, and definitely. It's so dope. Definitely just showing up at houses or yeah, raggedy bars, all screaming, getting sweaty together. It's cool because like I'll get more into like the genres and different vibes of Midwest emo, but something that. All right, so I've been listening to Midwest Emo for a good, like, three years now, all right? And I started out with real estate and jank and bands like that. And then I got further down the rabbit hole. And what I mean by that is, like, some of the records that I listen to now classified as Midwest Emo are, like, they just sound like they were recorded in a single-car garage, just a bunch of, like, sweaty college dudes just jamming. Yeah, taking it raw. Yeah. Making it raw. And that's what I love about it, dude, because it gets so just, like, emotional and raw with it. And I just, I don't think any other genre can, like, make you feel like it, like Midwest Emo does, to a sense, kind of. No, it's, I. It's very subjective. It's it's its uh, own vibe for sure. Yeah, its own vibe for sure. And see, I I feel it, and it's funny because Midwest emo before coming on, I like would well Citizen Solia, they're from the Midwest. They're an emo band. Yeah, and that's what I was looking. So like, like where's it go? Philly. I know that's East Coast, but like modern baseball, a lot of bands from Philly I try would, to fight, and that's so close to. It's just like, can yeah. we can we see what like even beyond subgenre, what the actual technical Midwest All is right. in America? Midwest emo. I'll pull up the Wikipedia. Might give us some insight. But like, yeah, as soon as I pull up the Wikipedia, we got uh, American football, Sunny Day real estate. We got um, Cap and Jazz, uh, Algernon Calwallader. Just like all these raw bands, but okay. Midwest emo refers to the emo scene and or subgenre that developed in 1990s Midwestern United States. So where's that at? Yeah. Okay. So What's we got that? Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, South Dakota, and Wisconsin. So Dang. technically, yeah, Citizen is Midwest emo. Yeah. Technically. That's Salt Creek. Mm-hmm. No, Salt Creek. But that's different than how you were saying like jank and even hot mulligan where it's twinkly with more yeah. of the yelly even though so that's where it's such a genres get crazy right because all the bands you said i know of but i like never had my emo phase with them right. i know of them for yeah. me it is like citizen salt creek dude was philly in that was philly in that 
I'm pretty... No. Philadelphia mm. wasn't. They're just so close. A lot, so many great... Either way, shout out to a lot of great bands from Philly. Bands, Title Fight. Yeah, Title Fight. Actually, would you even, like, classify Title Fight as Midwest Emo? I would think so. Like It's like, I... To me, they would play in any of those states yeah. in a Midwest Emo, like, house show venue, yeah. and it would be the same vibes as if, like, another band... Yeah, did definitely. like it, it's the same community, right? They're from Philly, but all through the Midwest, they were popping off with a hardcore. I would say with so an then, emo vibe. because it also like depends on the music. Like, take away the geo, the 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 location side of it. Title fight when they came out with like Shed, that was Midwest emo as fuck. Yeah. Straight up, straight up, and that's like citizens, young states too. Yeah, like the OGs of of those. Then like definitely, real friends, right? They're a pop punk band, very emo. But some of their songs and their earlier ones are way more like mm-hmm. just single guitar yelling along. And when it comes to at least those bands, if they do or in my own way, I put them in, bro. Those are definitely some of the most nostalgic, deepest like punches of a of a particular vibe of music yeah. that yeah and not not like, other places take me it's kind of it's like kind of different though because when i talk about um well you see when i was getting into this music this wasn't until like two or three years ago and i know that you and a bunch of the the tranquility husk guys they've been listening to stuff all their lives straight up and yeah that's where like i knew you're Younger than yeah. us, but I just found out you were 18. So yeah, we definitely do have Shout out a six-year. I can't even drink it. <laughs> a six-year <laughs> gap of of watching these mm-hmm. bands come up, you know. And so that's where like the more recent years of those bands you shared. I know them all. I know mm-hmm. the awesome impact they made. Yeah. But I, if I'm listening to any like emo realm, I'm going back to Citizen. Right. Balance. Yeah, any uh, you, title you, fight. Like, yeah, those that. were because now the so the, those yeah really those are my nostalgic in the years you're yeah. living the past two or three years. Yeah, yeah. So and I don't really have that because like when I was in high school, like beginning of high school, junior high era, I I listened to like fucking. <laughs> I went through an emo phase, right? Uh-huh. And, uh huh. It, it was it was emo. I had long swooshed hair. It was like bleach blonde. Fudge, yeah. And you you would think I was listening to like Asking Alexandria or like fucking My Chemical Romance. No, I was listening to like EDM shit. Damn, so bro. I don't, <laughs> so I didn't fucking like I didn't get that experience. And I wish I would have gotten into this music more in my younger years, but. It's kind of it's different because when you talk about like the nostalgia of it, you're like kind of taken back to your high school years when you're listening to Citizen, Title Fight, Turnover, Balance, like yep. all these bands that were like going crazy at that time. Maybe not anymore, bro. Day. Or or the crazy thing is, here's what's even crazier about it, man. They're going crazier now than they did yeah. then. But they aren't playing the house show small venues that mm-hmm. made it feel like a little club. Mm-hmm. So then we watched all these bands. Like I just watched 
Citizen with Turnstile at the Majestic Theater yeah. or Magic Stick, the bigger one. Yeah. And the play, it was massive. They're playing sold out shows like across the whole world. And I love that Turnstile's finally getting the recognition. Bro, Turnstile's really blown up. But even yeah. same with like Turnover, freaking any of these bands now, mm-hmm. some of, not all of them made it. Some of the members like went different ways, but the ones that made it, yeah. they're playing massive shows. So it's not like they aren't killing it they're just like killing it in the big league so it doesn't feel like that same yeah, necessarily that's, that's, like yeah, house yeah. show midwestern yeah. vibe that does no, feel you're like totally the club. right i never even like consider that like like we got to catch those great. bands on their magic of the come up but it's still cool to, like think about when you were able to like go to those shows when they were just playing like bar shows yeah they were just playing like citizen at shows. the ot bro yeah packed out for mine and evan's birthday show like we yeah. went and saw that Three years straight in that place at the OT, people like mm. packed to the max out the doors, looking through the windows. Like it's it's yeah. just so sick. Now it's Citizen cool they play that outdoor show, but playing in there like mm. it just yeah, really cool memories. And then with other different bands that like crazy, crazy house shows and yeah, it is cool because and I, that's like a big part of it is the no, the nostalgia of this kind of music mm-hmm. that's like what really plays a role in like how you feel about those it. first heartbreaks yeah. when you really like love exactly. someone for the first time and you hear a fellow human saying those words that yep. just rip yep. in and then next thing you know you're sweaty barely can breathe holding some homie's shoulders at a show just like and pouring that's what your heart out because like when citizen was on the rise all those people that were like either they went through something or like just heartbroken and they're just like you know they had that perspective yeah and they were introduced to citizen and that's just like the coolest thing to me because like when you're at a citizen show or like any of those bands now it just feels like you're all family there feels like just a bunch of your homies just everyone in that audience is just like vibing with you bro I I agree. I I've I feel that way at ninety percent of shows I go to. Yeah, there's shows that do seem clicky mm-hmm. that have like attended, but most that's a beautiful thing about music and shows. If you're all seeing a band, right, you could literally be, dude. I love the thought of it. Like it could be a great battle, two people at war, just civilizations, mm-hmm. but they can love both love the same music be caught at the same show chilling enjoying the that's same thing and never even know the war never even happened yeah. it's I so sweet that's what's so sick about it dude but getting back into like the midwest emo part of it um i feel like it's kind of different because when you talk about like the nostalgic side of it you're taken back to like the citizen shows and like seeing title fight opening up for balance and like all that crazy stuff. I know Evan like, yeah. was a silver age and stuff, but like, I feel like there's a difference between like having those nostalgic memories of like seeing them live. And it's like, Oh yeah, I loved it. I, I used to listen to this stuff all the time. And then listening to a song that like maybe you've never heard before, but it makes you feel nostalgic. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, that's Midwest emo for me. Because when I listen to, like, Glockamore and, like, This Town Needs Guns, like, just, it makes you feel like you miss the memories you've never had before. And that's what I fucking Isn't that bittersweet as anything gets? It's so cool, though. That's what I love about it, man. That's what I love about it. And then there's definitely, like, different vibes of Midwest emo, though. Like, you can have... 
take Charmer for example. I don't know if you like are big a big Charmer person, but I know, yeah, I know of Charmer. When they released their self-titled, they just recorded that in their basement, just like a bunch of college dropouts, just fucking vibing with the music. They released that and then they gained traction, and then they put out another album in 2020, and it was just a lot more mixing, processing. Like that modern mm-hmm. kind of like it's still Midwest emo as fuck, but it's not the same not sound the same. that you get when you're just yeah in the basement in the garage yeah. doing it yourself raw yeah. raw as it gets. Definitely a different feel with that, bro. But also it's crazy because I know you'd probably love the new stuff too. Yeah, that is sounds good, and also that does reach a bigger audience Mm -hmm. because some people's ears for some reason they just don't listen to it once it doesn't like sound a certain polished yeah so like you like you're stoked for the band but we were kind of talking about that in the predicament not predicament but the feeling i'm in with tranquility is like Mm -hmm. having it that raw feeling for midwest emo or just any music man like my personal fave bob marley just hearing those dudes like knowing they're in Jamaica just in the studio, some crazy yeah. like mics, just like or not crazy mics, and that's the crazy thing about it. But like that raw feeling is unbeatable to me compared yeah. to the polish. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. Because you feel like you're in the garage with those dudes and Charmer exactly, when they did dude, that. Exactly. And it's like it's not like we're saying you know, their new stuff is crap. They changed so much and like, you know, it's different. It's different vibe. It sounds different. Like that's a whole nother thing. Like you can't just have the same sound like your whole discography. Yeah. It's part of like the band growth too. Mm -hmm. Like just natural progression. Definitely. Like take title fight, for example, shed amazing album is like my favorite album. Flora green, even better. Then Hyperview, they really changed it up. Yeah, and yeah. It, it wasn't like Midwest emo anymore. It no, was it, something like... Dude, it's really its own thing. Shoegazy yeah. could be a word, but like that, that album was really its own. It was very shoegazy. But you could just still tell that they had their roots in the band. Mm-hmm. Like you could just tell it was fi- like title fight. Yeah, and that's what was fight. amazing. They weren't chasing something. They were just right. doing them. Yeah. And yeah, bro, that's where... And, like, with the quality, one, it's like, yo, if somebody and you have Mm -hmm. the money to have your music captured forever in the most professional, crisp way, because, yeah, it doesn't always sound polished, but it's just cleaner. Mm -hmm. It's like, isn't that the dream also at the same time? And it's funny how, like, how, how a lot of times, like, then the OG fans are like, oh, I love this and that. But, dude, it's really, it's, you just, you it's different for everyone, and I respect really however is. bands take it because yeah. it's actually a hard decision to make. Too. It's it's different for everyone because when I talk to people about Title Fight or Balance, and they're like, "Yeah, when they did Hyperview or when Balance did Light We Made, it kind of like fell off for me." And I was like, "Well, that's cool. That's your opinion. Like, if if you don't fuck with that, like, that's cool. That's fine. But you're just fucking missing out having a closed <laughs> mind. Like, just yeah. listening to this, like." Not just as those bands, right? Listen to it as like almost a new band. Like it's mm-hmm. still the same group. You can have, hear the sounds, right? But one, I think it's dope when an artist switch up the sound. But like, why? It's funny how I and of course everyone has their opinion, right? The main idea right. I'm trying to say is 
it's almost like just because it is different, they never really listen to it for its own unique thing, you know, like to look they were just for expecting that unique something, and they didn't get it, so they're like, right. I, I won't like this. And that's yeah, I mean that's like cool. I'm not you. Like, yeah, no, you can totally. Do but your shit, but like that perspective. Go into it with an open mind. Bro, yeah, just it taste could be it. Dope. Just taste it, it for something new, for a new age, and it's uh. And I'm so glad that I've already had that yeah. perspective with music because like. Dude, when I um, when I found Title Fight, I found it. I found Floral Green first, and I like head in the ceiling fan, mm-hmm. fucking Lefty. It's like oh yeah, classics. Yeah, classics. And then when I remember, I was hanging out with Evan and Sophie and all of them, and we were, they were talking about Title Fight, and Evan was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's like not my favorite. I don't know how it feels about it now, but when back then he was like, yeah, it's not my favorite. They just really changed up the vibe." And I was like, well, I fucking love Floral Green, and I love this band already, so uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to check it out. And I did, first time tripping. I had no <laughs> expectations. Well, you checked out Floral, you knew Floral Green, right? I knew Floral Green. And did you check out, well, first time On tripping? On the come up, Hyperview. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> Your pain is mine now? Yeah. On the come up? That's a, bro, I never listen to any kind of emo on psychedelics. That's really? crazy. No. You gotta try it. Never. You gotta try it. Well, I am sorry, bro. No way. Why not? Dude. <laughs> Why? It's Those are like, portals that I'm just not trying to open on mushrooms, dude. I can totally respect that. Dude, because that's that's the I that shit tears me open when I'm not on psychedelics. Yeah. Being on psychedelics, bro. Amplifies it ten times more. Yeah, and your pain is mine now. Just anything like, dude, I mean, it's sweet. I'm happy for you that you're a warrior and yeah. did that. But no, I have the good <laughs> vibes coming through the speakers. Anything that could be good, bright, and positive, I have myself around well, while tripping. Maybe I should take that into account. Because I've went. That trip was not good. <laughs> Dude, it's because you like were like, hey, let's dive into like my deepest sorrows as I enter the deepest magical <laughs> experience of my life. <laughs> He's talking about He's like some heartbreak shit, bro. and I'm just like, <gasps> yes, yeah, you're opening your mind. Yeah. yeah, man, that's just uh, that's that's uh, everyone like totally. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't know what I'm trying to say other than simply that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Like when I heard the intro, I was like, man, this is going to be cool. I can't wait to like rock out. Bro, and I love that album, bro. But <laughs> listening to something like that while tripping, man, like it's just, it's just, man, that's just inviting some demons to come <laughs> hang out, bro. I guess I did because that trip sucked. <laughs> that trip sucked, bro. Right, just like the parallels. I was listening to that fucking album. I go in the bathroom and I look at myself in the mirror and then it all goes Bro, yeah. yeah, dude. That's why Sticky Fingers, it's honestly why I partially love them so much. See, one I've of the first times. To sticky Fingers while tripping. Bro, one of the first times, and when I love the band because I've heard of them, yeah. I was on LSD for my first time. And they came up through my YouTube. Both showed me them previously. Yeah. That man Tosh, two songs. But then I saw them and I was tripping. I stopped and I fell in to all their music videos. This one song, Slow, I played it like 20 times, bro, because oh, I was damn. like, holy shit. So do you shit. think that like it, like changed that, my life forever. Okay, yeah. So do you think that listening to that on like... It's like, we're getting kind of off topic. Here. Yeah. But like, this is... Like, I've never this said this dope. out loud to realize this is it. This dope, like, to talk about. So do you think that, like, taking 
LSD and listening to that like 20 times. Like you said, it was life changing. It's just crazy experience. Do you think that that has anything to do with like how tied you are to them to this? Bro, day? I could almost cry saying it. Yeah, I think so. I've really? never realized it because that was my Damn. first time that LSD. Like I've said, I'm a mushroom guy over LSD, yeah. but that was one of the most positive experiences I had ever while mm-hmm. on that trip. And listening to him, bro, because my I've never experienced LSD. I did the eight grams of mushrooms, which yeah. crazy, but LSD was its own thing because I was not on the ground like duh. I was actually experiencing <laughs> this psychedelic yeah. feeling, and it was so overwhelming. And dude, I'll play it for you after yeah. we're here through we'll the speakers it. when we're done. Song slow, bro. It's called slow, and man, it made everything okay. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think like subconsciously i hold on to that so dearly to like that's help so me cool, though, during dude. such a deep time that's so cool how it can have that effect on you though that's that's sick yeah i haven't like, so yeah listening to title listen. flight or something on psychedelics i could see how like <laughs> fucking this is a i guess i'm gonna think about my like heartbreaks while i'm in this mindset <laughs> Definitely wasn't the intention. No, I get it. I get but, it. But yeah. hey, you you learn. You learn from I, life. I, I and learned. that's a warrior thing too. Because yeah. like, even though that wasn't fun, no doubt it helped you ultimately. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If I don't see it now, like we were talking about this on um, the first time you were on the podcast, just me and you chatting it up. Like when I told you about my first trip and how I saw like the lions form mm-hmm. from the stars, you were like, you said something. You, you said... um. Like, it could take a lifetime to figure out what that actually means. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you know what, dude? That's so true. Like, I probably don't realize it now, but that could be showing me something so valuable. And then in the moment, the big lion flag I have in my room was staring at you. And and it it. was such a slap in the face because it's like the thing you want to learn forever. Yeah. That you're always processing to learn through these trips. It's always right in front of your face. And as you said, it it was like right there. That's the trip. Bro, that is the trip. That's life. Cheers to it, bro. That's the secret of reality. We told y'all. Check out that episode. It's not on Tranquil TV, but Sunhead Spacecast on Spotify. Check out that episode. Yeah, that was a great talk, man. great talk. It was like three hours of just like going... I got to listen to that again. Bro, we should... Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. We got to do that again. You have a lot of good talks that aren't on Tranquil TV. That would be cool to like just put audio versions only on there. Yeah, we can do that for sure. That would be really cool. Just with the graphic with the space moving as it's going. Yeah, because you had one with some homies. You and Evan had one. That talk was great. That Yeah, and then like Bert, Gage, and Nick. That was like the best podcast I've ever done. So we need to put that on Yeah, we'll make that happen, bro. But yeah, so we kind of strayed away from it but it's it's kind of honestly difficult to talk about this just like midwest emo because everyone has different experiences and different vibes towards it and different like you yeah know, it started they, in the 90s too yeah. so there's bands we will like like 30 mm-hmm. year olds ish would say that we'd yeah. be like who's that you know and it's like right. theirs and they could hear a new song from charm or someone it would take them back to that same feeling like you said that's true yeah that's really true it's just like we can talk about it and I can talk about my experience, but that's all I can do. All I can do is be like, you know, Midwest emo, the more raw it gets, the more emotionally attached I feel to the song. But in reality, like, it's your own thing, man. Like, 
it's it's your music taste. Hundred percent. Just like do you so. And that leads us to the question though, and just for the sake of it, I'm gonna make sure that's still rolling. We don't have a camera guy here to help, so we're gonna make sure the yeah, audio's still we'll rolling. Make sure, but yeah. So the question is: Midwest demo dead? Is it dead? Is it dead? What's your thoughts on it, bro? So. My thought is plain and simple. I won't get into it yet, but as of now, right now, I truly believe that Midwest Emo is dead. It sucks, but when I listen to the bands that I consider Midwest Emo, none of them are around anymore. And if they are around, personally, the music they've been putting out, not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And it's not really Midwest emo anymore. It's kind of just like alternative, like maybe some twinkly guitars in the background. But it's not like you're in the basement with your homies singing about how your mom left. Yeah. Like that's what really gives it that emotional value to me. And if you are listening to this, anyone listening to this right now, and you have heard any new records or tracks hit me up because i've just been listening to the things that have been put out in like the early 2000s i haven't heard anything present day that's been like oh dude this is midwest emo as fuck like this is i want to cry to this right now but i haven't heard anything like that so far i just i think it's it's gone and maybe and you know what that that to me is the beauty of it because yeah it may not still that genre of music may not still be alive today but we can still listen to the fucking bangers that have been put yeah, out bro. in the past best part about music man it's really we were talking timeless about like nostalgia and shit and like going back and listening to that just makes you feel like you're a part of something you know yeah so in my personal opinion i do think that midwest emo is dead but I don't know, like, what do you think about it? I know you're not into Midwest emo as much as I am, but just, like, kind of your perspective on it from, from what we talked about it. So, I agree with all the points you said, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to take the opposite stance of I think it's still alive. Really? Here's why. Elaborate. One of the reasons. Mm-hmm. You said those records still exist. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, some kids in the Midwest can hear them. They're probably out yeah. there now, and we don't know them because they only have played a couple shows, right? That are gonna recreate in their own way what they want. So right now, those records are still living, and it's only a matter of years, and us just maybe even figure out in the next couple hours or mm-hmm. someone drops something like y'all have missed this record by yeah. this band. To find out, you know? So that's one reason why I would say yes. I do agree with that, actually. I'm not trying to change my answer here, but I'm trying to change my answer. And that's just me giving the hope of it. I get as a fan feeling the feeling the no. Yeah. It's just like once you said they are still alive, it's like sooner or later someone's bound to come through and make keep making those Mm -hmm. gems for the heartbreaks because we're part of the no would be. And I do feel no, and just like watching a lot of the bands I love evolve, and it's even if their songs are sadder, they aren't the same deep sorrow of Midwest emo. Right. Midwest emo is the dark, right? A lot mm-hmm. of these bands and what you watch, a lot of these people grow into, 
has light in their music, mm-hmm. which isn't bad. It's actually a really good thing to see bands yeah. and people you love grow to start making music that has, even if it's sad, or some uplifting punch. Positive, like, aspirations. Yeah, it's it's like good that. to just know, like, people out there, like, because yeah, cool. they've, they've grown up, they're over, that heartbreak isn't killing them anymore. Right. But there's people out there with heartbreak killing them, because that's not going away anytime soon. It's just you know a matter that? of, like, them putting it out, us finding it, or just catching that wave again of people who are feeling it, you know? I'm really glad that um, you came and talked about this because you're giving me a lot of perspective here. Like, as a person, we've all, like, as people, we've all gone through something. And for me, music has always been my, like, crutch Mm -hmm. for that kind of stuff. So when I found Midwest Emo, I was in that dark place, and I think that's why I gravitated towards it so much. But we mature over time and we we get better over time so yeah i still hold that genre close to my heart because i like was going through it and that it that music you, bro that, that music, music spoke saved us. to me it yeah. saved all of us bro yeah honestly getting real deep so many people have freaking bad thoughts and mm-hmm. that music is saving yeah. the bad thoughts because as much as i love my son and he helped pull me out in his own way with his positive hippie rap there was days i didn't want to fucking hear how life's good i needed yeah. someone to tell me hey it sucks i'm there too and that and that's exactly the only what Midwest way out, does for bro. People, bro. sometimes sometimes yeah. it is but really it's a good thing and like even with charmer jank the band you shared mm-hmm. like like I'd hear it and it would take me there, right? And you're probably feel it the next couple of years too. Like, mm-hmm. I love the bands that were nostalgic for me because they helped me and saved me there. And now there's songs I don't feel them as emotion as much as pure. Like, I made it through it and the song still fucking just sounds so good. Definitely. And it's also like good for your own self. Let's yeah. say, like, you get do get hit up and there's more Midwest emo bands out there than mm-hmm. we realize. And it's not really your taste as much. Or in the next couple of years, it's not. Yeah. Honestly, good for you. Because, like, that means your perspective is gravitating towards something that definitely isn't just growing like, as a person, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, and doesn't mean all those music, or especially the ones you love, you're not always going to love. But yeah. it is cool to grow up and not be caught in that yeah, like, same heartbreak. The heartbreak yeah. changes. You at least have light at the end of the tunnel. When you're a kid and shit's bad, shit's just bad. Feels like you don't know how to find the no light. There's no way out, pretty much. But, like, I feel like that's another thing with it too. When when we ask the question, "Is Midwest Demo dead?" That's very subject subjective. Like, it may not be alive in us, mm-hmm. but for those other kids, they're going through shit. Like that music is like helping them. It's saving them. So I'm gonna that's change so my beautiful. answer here. I do think it's still alive. I just changed my answer mid podcast. Fucking suck it, bro. bro. That's the best that's, part, that's the man. Why do I? Because I think it's fucking dead. That genre is <laughs> out of here, bro. No one jams that Come shit. Come on, man. <laughs> fucking don't do this to me here, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, I love it. I respect yeah. all those bands, dude. It's so cool, man. Because kids are out there playing shows. We're never be out with their ten yeah. to fifteen friends. Just singing the songs that only 20 of them know, too. Like, right. You know what I mean? So, like, at all the different sizes, it's pumping somewhere. Yeah, it's pumping somewhere. And those bands who are influenced by other bands like Title Fight and, like, Jank and Charmer, they're going to 
do their own stuff. And yeah. then that wave of kids is going to find that and it's just going to keep going. And it may not be prominent as it was back in the 2000s and early, like, like 1980s and all that yeah. stuff. But Give it, it, is, it is still, it's still thriving. Like, the music business is still thriving. And, like, you know, these bands, they're onto something. And I think. Yes, I'm changing my answer. Midwest emo is alive. It's alive and it's good. It's alive. It's saving lives. So we we may not grow. feel the same as other people do, but I think that it's all up to the bands and people now. It, it may not be prominent, but, you know, there's going to be kids who are like, yeah, this shit's tight. Let's fucking start a band and do this. Mm-hmm. So... Let's get vulnerable. Yeah, <laughs> let's trip let's to some title share fight. Our feelings. <laughs> I fucking love that. Let's share our feelings, <laughs> and that's what I love about it. And um, just one more thing before we wrap it up today's episode, um, I want to talk about like kind of the iceberg of Midwest emo, almost like tip of the iceberg. You got um, real estate. You got Hot Mulligan, kind of, um, Modern Baseball, mm-hmm. a lot of bands that are on the come up now, May- maybe even Citizen, since they are technically Midwest emo, but what I love about it is how far it can go down. Yeah, and that's where it gets trippy. Yeah. That's where it just gets trippy of, like, man, genres are nuts, because it's yeah. like, they're hanging everywhere. There are no limits. The genres are nuts, because yeah. they're hanging everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fucking catch that the first time you said that, damn it. <laughs> what the? I'm going to use that shit. I'm going to use that shit. <laughs> you put that shit on a t-shirt, bro. Oh, I'm going to. Find it on tranquil.com, uh, Creating Harmony. We got <laughs> the nuts and ball sack t-shirt design for you. But, uh. yeah, that's what I love about it. Like, when I, when we were talking about... <laughs> we were talking about... um how raw it can get with just like a bunch of teenagers starting a band recording just like fucking one mic in their single car garage that's how raw it gets and then you know there's like the in-betweens the like charmer where there's still like mixing and processing going on but it still feels so raw but then bottom of the iceberg i think i found it a week ago because i came across this song by a band called midwest pen pals and I just wanted to share this because this this fucking impacted me for like no reason. I just I'm astounded by it. Midwest Pen Pals. Um I think they have only one song out and it's called Movies Like Juno. And it's about it's it's literally a bunch of brothers who made a band like screaming about how their mom left and that just impacted me so much because i was like dude they're fucking doing this shit like they feel this way they don't give a shit about like recording in a professional space they were just like you know what let's fucking write a song and sing about our most like emotional times and that like i i my mom's still here i love my mom (laughs) i didn't lose her but like in that moment when i was listening to that track i was like fuck dude yeah i was like you could like feel that pain and that's that's something that I love about music. It can be any genre, but if it makes you feel the way they want you to feel, that's some cool shit. And that is. That's that some is cool it, shit. And I felt I felt that. My first show ever. First live show ever. Tranquility, Husk, 
sick as fuck Bro, birthday show. What? That was the first show. First dude. show of my life, dude. What and, an honor to be a part of. Yeah, man. And I, I felt that. You, you guys gave me that. That was so fucking cool. Bro, and hit these nuts. Hit these nuts (laughs) So Yeah that's just I wanted to get into that Check that out Movies like Juno By Midwest Pen Pals If if you're into that If you're not That's cool too man Yeah I mean I get though Some people who also Don't want to feel What it feels like To have their mom On the way Some people are (laughs) Very open emotionally You know And that's a dark place to go Definitely It's cool you can't I just I just thought it was really cool because I've never heard a song that was able to be like, to make me feel like, shit, my whole life is crashing down. Yeah. And then as soon as the song ends, I'm like, oh my God, I'm, so I'm actually I'm, cool I'm now. so I'm, glad I'm not in their <laughs> shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> God. Uh, Sucks to be them. Anyways. <laughs> hey, dude. We're sending prayers, man. That's so funny. Um, oh. But, yeah, that's just what I wanted to get into. Um, please, any Midwest Emo fans out there, hit me up. Tart on Instagram or Sunhead Spacecast on Instagram as well. And um, just submit some songs, dude, because, like, I'm a big Midwest emo fan, and I I got a big ass playlist like 14 hours worth of Midwest emo. If you think, Damn, that's I yeah I know right. If you think I missed a record, or you just like really want to share this, yeah, you can submit it. I'll put a link actually in the Spotify thing. Just submit a submit a song, yeah, and I'll check it out. But that is the fill in episode Boom. for this week and i hope you guys enjoyed it thank next you brett week, next week yeah uh, next week we are gonna have tranquility, tranquility. me and the yep. other boys we did the live session yep we recorded a live session yesterday it's gonna be tight and um yeah we're we're gonna be uploading more consistently now now that we can just do it anywhere i mean right. we're in my basement right now in the in the studio so so i want to shout out yeah. the People listening on the podcast, make sure go check out Tranquil TV. If you're right. on Tranquil TV, checking out this conversation, check out all our vids. We got the first Tranquil Tuesday episode up. Yeah. That's gonna be showing the behind the scenes of all this really cool stuff cool, bi-weekly. Dude. Got a whole bunch of music videos, dude. We're doing lots of cool stuff. So yeah, check it out. Stay we're updated. legit now. So yeah, like if and you guys subscribe. Enjoy it. If you guys listen to this, like. Check out the channel, man, because and then drop out drop a rating on whatever you're listening to. We're officially available on Google Podcasts, Ooh. Apple Podcasts, Ooh. Spotify, and uh Anchor. So That's yeah, we're fucking doing this. Um last thing we want to talk about, just give another quick shout out to our sponsor, Wild Turkey Bourbon. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show and check them out because it's fucking good. I wouldn't know because I'm 18. Yeah, but I drink it all the but time. But I'm speaking for Brett. So. Because I love bourbon. Yeah. Wait, I love it. The whiskey. He loves it. I'm not sure if whiskey is a bourbon. Either way, we is love it? turkey tail. Turkey. I don't know, I'm only 18, guys. What's the I name? Can't. I'm sorry, turkey tail? Uh, wild turkey. Wild turkey. Wild turkey. We love bourbon. it. Pick it up. Thanks for sponsoring us. Peace and love. Peace and love. Like and subscribe. And check out all of our other shit. And thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back. Yeah. Love you guys. See ya.